Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Center Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. And in this episode, we have a little NBA talk with our locks and some Celtics updates. Um, we also have the MLB. Uh, that's pretty much it. It's going to yeah. be a, sh- a short episode. Um, we got power it- rankings as well. It's going it's to be uh, two probably brief episodes this week uh, just due to finals, uh, college students. So we have finals this week. And actually, my only finals are on our recording days. So that's why I hope you guys don't mind. Uh, I just wanted to clear things before we got the uh, episode going. Yeah, of course. Um, like you said, a little couple short episodes. But, I mean, to be honest, there really isn't a whole lot going on. It's next week Thanks. we're really going to hit. Nice little jump with NBA playoffs, but Mm -hmm. um, let's get right into it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. All right, uh, we're going to start things off with our NBA locks. Uh, last week, or last episode, my bad, uh, we actually both lost. Um, the trend has been we both win or we both lose. We do this like the last thing. two weeks. Yeah. So, Which yeah, is kind of sad because I wanted to get to 20 wins, and uh, my record's 18 and 14, and with the regular season winding down, ending on Sunday, this week is our last week of uh, locks. So I'm going to have to win out to get 20 wins. Yeah, you have to win out to get 20 wins if we split. So if, if any point in time I win and you lose, and then we either both win or both lose, we have the same record. So we, yep. we would be tied. Yeah, I mean, if we do the same thing here, 
then I'm kind of sitting pretty because I'll deal with the tie. I can live with that. Yeah. So like by the trend, we're either both going to win or both going to lose. So it doesn't, it pretty much looks like you're going to win out unless the trend breaks tonight, which I mean, it could happen. We, the games tonight no. are, are pretty bad. If any of you guys Very bad. have seen the slate for Monday night's games. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to run through this. them real quick. We're not going to like pick teams. I'm just going to run through what we had to work with tonight. We've got, um, the ones that we're not doing, the ones that we're not doing, I'm going to say. So we got Pacers, Cavs, minus nine and a half in favor of the Pacers. Like, why would I even pick that game? Um, Wizards versus Hawks, Atlanta minus eight. Wait, I'm so scared of that one, honestly. Um, Pelicans versus Grizzlies, Memphis minus nine and a half. Like, what? And then Jazz yeah. versus Warriors, Utah minus two without Donovan Mitchell. I just, speaking of... um. Those are all one terrible games. Two, when you said out Donovan Mitchell, I would like um, ESPN's uh, what's it called injury report is so uh-huh. inaccurate. It, it really is. Because there was one night I literally bet on the Lakers because AD wasn't playing and they were supposed to just get shit on. Mm-hmm. And AD played and dropped thirty points, or or it was I, I remember it was that. different, or it was like or it was um. It was no, it was my bad. It was the Knicks was, against the It was Nuggets. the Knicks with Julius Yo- Randle, yeah. And Jokic didn't play, was not supposed to play, and he had almost 30 points in the first quarter. Yeah, I remember that. You were so mad. Yeah, I was like, why are you telling me he's out? You should have told me, yeah, he's out out here dropping 30 points on the Knicks in the first quarter. <laughs> like, no, yeah. yeah, he's out here. <laughs> like, I don't have like buckets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like so mad. I'm like, I mean, it's sick. Yeah. You dropped 30 points, but like, why didn't you just be a little more accurate? But it happens. <laughs> um, but, anyways, I have the Bucks tonight, minus seven versus the Spurs. Um, yet another bad game, but honestly, there's no injuries this game. So I feel like the mm. Bucks can cover. I mean, especially I'm trying to like push for the playoffs, get some momentum. I feel like. It's just a, a good game for them yeah. to be able to win. No, that yeah, no, that's I mean they're playing the Spurs, so unless they're wearing their jerseys, it's pretty much more to lock. Yeah, um, pretty much. My lock, I've been doing pretty good with my why not locks, like just seeing a game and picking it just because. And this is exactly what I did. Um, we've got a football spread here. Uh, Houston plus fourteen versus the Trailblazers. Um, so the way that I thought about it was um, the Texans like the Houston Texans, not the Houston Rockets. Uh, and then closest team to the Trailblazers would probably be the Seahawks. So I think the game would be within two scores. So, like, that's honestly why I thought about it, because it, it just seemed like football at the time. It looks a lot like the um, – That's the only reason I picked it. I'm being so like serious. I had nothing the, else to pick. The Chiefs-Jets spread. <laughs> you remember played, that? It was like you almost three that? scores. It was like it was like 19 and a half. <laughs> yeah like what like what that was bad funny to... i remember that that was a long ass time ago too yeah like what even happened um <laughs> moving on into moving on. Uh, yeah no into uh celtics talk um unfortunately we heard some bad news before we recorded our episode today um jalen brown is out for the season with a torn wrist ligament yeah, uh, kind of heartbreaking news, if you ask me. Um, and if things wind up the way that they're going, I actually had a picture somewhere. I want to say I sent it to myself. Um, nope, I'm bugging. Um, but if things are going the, the way that they are going, we are going to be playing the Charlotte Hornets 
in the play-in game, which if you ask me, we'd get absolutely cooked by the Charlotte Hornets. In a I mean, game. we already did get cooked by the Charlotte Hornets like multiple occasions, and that was without LaMelo. I can't imagine what's going to happen with LaMelo. Like, if, if I'm going to be honest now, like, I don't like want to say this, but like, it's like kind of like the pride and joy coming like besides Tatum, you know what I mean? Like having them together for us yeah. in the playoff run. Like, it, yeah, that's like the whole point. Like we kind of need him. We kind of, yeah. Like we kind of need him, but we like really need him at the same time. Yeah. Um, also like the Hornets could be a very dark horse team to make a sneaky run. I feel like. Like in general, not even like in this play in, like in the playoffs, like in the playoffs, like they, like they have potential to just like, like they could they easily could be, be a like second the Nuggets from last year in the bubble. Yeah, like they could come in and surprise a lot of people just because, I mean, like we've been saying, like teams come and turn it up in the playoffs, but some of the teams that have been turning it up all season and have had the energy all season will have the advantage just because they're already ready. Yeah, and they're already like bonding together as a team. Like they can And that's what the team. Hornets are like. That's literally what the Same thing with the like. Bucks, but the Bucks can't really be a dark horse with their seating. But like yeah, because as a team, so as a team, they can be a dark horse because like Giannis is their like standout guy. Everyone else has been kind of having like an all right season, but they played together well as a team, which is a weird yeah. sight because we always see them playing like literally just Giannis. And then in the playoffs, it, they can't play as a team unless they play the Celtics mm-hmm. and they play like the all-star team. And they play like, yeah, like the 92 <laughs> dream team. Yeah, like Chris Middleton turns into like Larry Bird, and then we just—I don't know what happens. Oh yeah, after that. when we play Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton is the best player on the court. Like he plays like All Star Chris Middleton, and I don't know why. Like, like by far, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how old Chris Middleton is. I feel like he's been cooking us for years. I actually want to see how old he is now, Chris. Yeah, I, I feel like he's in his thirties. He's—he has to be right. Oh my God, he's twenty-nine years old. Oh, wow. He, you're telling me wow. Chris Middleton was born in the 90s? I feel like he's been cooking us since the 90s. Wait, actually, now that I know he's 29, that's a lot more respect on his name. No, yeah, no, I've never disrespected like that, Chris Middleton. Yeah, I, just we more, were actually just kind of hyping respect. him up. More respect because that prime that he had, like that three years where he was like really, really He was like really 22 good. years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like he was insane. Yeah, he was... Okay, wait, let's see, let's see. Let's actually go into a little bit of depth here just because I want to figure something out for myself. This is like a self-pride type of moment. Um, sorry, if you guys hear that, that's my laptop absolutely taking off to outer space. Um, where's points per game? Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. Well, honestly, he hasn't stopped turning it up since 2015. His prime hit when he was... 24 years old and he's averaged um 18 and then 15 with like a, a good amount of boards and assists and then 20 18 21 and 20 like he's been in his prime wow i mean Since like 2015 that i mean he started when he was 24 so i mean by like some standards that's a little early you could say yeah yeah like, no not, that's very not early. Much, that's very early not, yeah it, it, it I'd say really. like 27 is average. Yeah. 27 is average. Some people like start going at like 25, 26, but like 
27, I would say. Unless you're D-Rose and you start at 18. Yeah, like that's crazy. Also, and I don't know what website you were on. Were you on Basketball Reference? Maybe. Um, The websites, like, the, you know how they always have the nicknames? I swear I've never heard anyone call Chris Milton any of facts. That's facts. Like, I mean, <laughs> his nickname here is Cash Money with a K. I've never heard anyone, like, say that. I mean, he is. Like, don't get me wrong. He no, is. he is. Like, he's a straight shooter. Also, we have WD-40 and Wait, Baby Joe the, Johnson. Uh, yeah, Baby Joe Johnson. I like that one. I can see that one, though. Like, that's, he like, He is a Baby Joe Johnson, but nobody actually calls him that. WD-40. <laughs> like, the thing that, like, you put on your, like, rusted bike chain. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. Like... What does that sure. even like mean? Like, why does why does I don't understand that? Like WD forty, like when people in the comments put that in basketball terms, like can we please get that in like basketball? Like I don't get what that's supposed to mean. All right, like he's never I been. He's not like... rusty. He's not like old. Like I'm so confused. Yeah, I don't. I yeah no those those nicknames just don't even really make sense for Chris Middleton. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. they don't make sense for literally anybody, to be honest. Yeah, like they like, I don't get anyone's like name on here. Like, if you could literally look up I'm gonna, anyone, I'm I, no, I was literally doing that. I'm looking up Hito Turkoglu. I, I looked up Tatum. What? Oh, uh, they, they actually don't have any nicknames for Turkoglu. I, I feel, feel like I thought they would have some. But I don't ones. know this one from Tatum. I I don't I don't get it, but. Which one? J and then Taco J. I'm not really understanding Taco J. He's been called Taco My, J since like he's been here. I like just never like heard someone say Taco J. Like when I've watched games, uh, I've never heard someone call Taco J. Oh yeah, no, they don't call him like that in game, but like he has his own oh, shoe yeah. that's like a taco and stuff. Oh like, yeah, 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 no, no, that's I, like I, a nickname. I, yeah, no, like yeah, no, I, I get the shoe thing. Like I meant like. I don't like no one calls him that like in game, like oh yeah no nobody calls him it in game but like some yeah. I see it all the time on like Twitter and stuff. Uh, Jalen Brown, uh, his nicknames are JB obviously, which is what I call him all the time, mm-hmm. and his other one is Old Man. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like why? Oh, also some good news about his injury. Obviously, like there's no such thing as good news about his injury. But um, it's his left wrist, oh, not his shooting actually, wrist. That's that's like great news. Yeah, to be so like honest. that's a lot better. Yeah, because like if it's a shooting hand, then that that's a lot scary. That's more scary, like in total. Yeah, because I mean that could ruin someone's career. Yeah. So thank God that's. I mean, that's it ruined. All, uh, I mean, Fultz's career. Yeah, it, it, that and his shoulder because he hurt both in like the same season and his knee. That's like crazy. Everything just got hurt. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I like felt bad. Like yeah. Like every report every day was just like, oh yeah, and this happened, and then this happened too. I'm like, how? Like, he hurt every single part of his body. Like it wasn't even like during games. Like it was during like training and like fixing his shot. He hurt his wrist fixing his shot. Like how? Yeah. Like, how do I, do I I don't even know how that's possible. But but anyways, moving on. We lost to the Bulls on Friday, one twenty one to ninety nine bad yep. loss yeah and then we lost to the heat on sunday which was another bad loss yep both very tough tough games to like just watch i don't even really um, have any words for it like i'm just like 
Yeah, like I didn't watch 100%. the full game on Sunday. I watched like the last quarter, and it was like I couldn't imagine if I actually watched the first three. Yeah, I, I watched like. Actually, I didn't really watch the last I watched quarter. The I watched. I watched like it was Mother's Day, you know, into the set into the second half. Like I watched um the last five minutes of the um, fourth quarter because I was like at an early dinner for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was still a bad show. Reg- regardless of how the game planned out, it was just a bad game. No, um, it definitely was a bad game. Yeah, but yeah. it was just I can't even. I don't even want to talk about it. That's how bad it was. But yeah. anyway, well, I mean, there's the nothing heat. to even talk about. Yeah, we got shit on, but <laughs> we play the Heat on Tuesday for the series tiebreaker against the Heat. But that's also, I believe, for a play-in tiebreaker. Yeah, like it's gonna be it like is. weird, like when they figure it all out, like when it comes down to the math. So I think if we win this game, there's like a chance we could be like. A higher seed is it in the play-in or maybe possibly out depending on the rest of the games we have Mm, yeah i think we have like three more games after that so it's pretty much just if we end up with the same record as the heat and we win this game then we won't be in the play-in okay so i mean that's definitely possible i don't really know what i'd prefer at this point anymore I couldn't care less. Yeah. We're, like, like we're not doing anything either way. Doesn't really matter. Uh, also, the season ends on the 16th, which is this Sunday. We do play on the 16th, believe it or not. So, <laughs> like, of course, we get no no break anyways because then the play-in would be the next day. So, we would probably be playing the first day of the, the play-in. Like the, yeah, the Hornets, if that comes down to it. So, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be yeah. interesting. Um, that's all we really have for the NBA section, though. As we said, it's going to be a brief episode. Um, so moving on to our championship team, um, our pride and joy of Boston, um, the greatest team we have right now, um, the Boston Red Sox. So we yeah. did not sweep the Tigers. Uh, we gentlemen swept them because we felt bad because they're the worst team in the league. Uh, so we gave them one win. We took two of them. Uh, we're currently up 3-1. Um, on the Orioles series that started on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we're fin- we're finishing it tonight. Um, it's actually Perez Day, I believe. We're actually just oh, starting Perez right Day. now. Yeah, seven ten start, I think. Yep, yep, it's the bottom of the first. It's already so we, so we had a bad first inning apparently because we didn't score anything. We didn't get a hit. Oh, we got one hit. You know what? We're gonna win this game. Let's see who got the hit. Why not? JD Martinez. Of course, stay on fire. That's oh wait, there was already a substitution. Who got subbed? Cedric Mullins got taken off for it just says A Hayes. I'm gonna guess Austin Hayes. Yep, I was right. Second guess right there. <laughs> um that's weird. not I sure what happened to him. He's been on fire yeah. this year. I know he's been playing really good. I'm not really sure what happened there. Um I guess I'll find out when I watch later. They'll probably talk about what happened. Yeah, he's, he's been, been having like, a really good season. Such yeah, he's been like has. one of their better players this year. Um. Also, we start a three-game series against the A's on – well, tomorrow. I can't remember. Really, I'm not going to say on Tuesday. That would just be pointless. But uh, we start – we play the A's, and then we go right into the Angels. So we have a, quite an interesting – 
the like the next few weeks of our series they're all very very interesting last episode i pretty much read off the yeah, entire we, we red Sox the rest of the season <laughs> the rest of the season pretty much up until we want to play the yankees i think that's when we stopped which we play like every like pretty good team uh sorry if you guys can hear that i'm in the art center of my uh do you hear this will a little bit i don't know yeah it sounds like... like college game day right now in here <laughs> they got like a band going like i think it's saturday morning at 10 a.m and lee corso is putting on like a, a mascot head that's like what it feels like in this building right now <laughs> sometimes it doesn't pick up like when i go to edit sometimes it, it yeah. doesn't pick up at all that must why. be like really weird for the people listening that just don't hear it because like at least i put like a picture in your head like it literally sounded like we were like getting ready for like army to play navy on a saturday morning like that's yeah i i could hear it like very very like faintly in like yeah. sometimes when i go to edit i just don't hear it at all it, they're just it's, not yeah so yeah. i honestly hope you guys though. heard it because it sounded really good yeah it honestly sounded was, pretty like i kind of got, got goosebumps hyped. made me think of the fall <laughs> yeah made me think of like college football i'm right i can't wait to talk about college football now that we're like comfortable in the podcast and like actually yeah. like, talking yeah, it's like it, we have some, we especially me. I have some hot takes in college football, but I just didn't say anything because I was just getting comfortable, you know. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Today we actually have something I wouldn't say new, but we haven't done this in a while. Um, mainly one because our Boston Red Sox are number one on the power rankings. Yeah, the best team um, in the league. The best team in the league right now. Um, but we are going to go over the the top five. Um, I'll, I'll get things started off, I guess, at number two. Uh, we got the Giants. Um, there's no question about the Giants right now. If you have been watching baseball or been paying attention to baseball this year, the Giants are no joke. And honestly, it's kind of a surprise to many because the Giants have not been doing too well, like, in a long yeah. time. But, yeah, like, Buster Posey pretty much just, like, Since, just um, revived his career. Um, did I talk to you about Buster Posey or did I say it on the pod? I don't remember, but like he's Loki been doing decent, but like, but they, they were, um, they almost questioned about taking him out completely. Yeah, I know, which is heartbreaking. I might as well just tell the pod because I don't think I did. So, uh, fun fact about me, um, I summer in the Cape. Uh, I was a big baseball guy growing up, and, and uh, the YD Red Sox of the Cape League. If you're, if you're from the Cape, you know the YD Red Sox. Uh, they've had, uh, well, the, you know the Cape League. They've had players like Kevin Euclid go through it. Um, it's just pretty much like, um, during the summer, it's college baseball players that are like getting ready for the league. They go and play summer ball and the Cape leagues, like one of like the better leagues for that. Um, so they, they always had a summer camp and it would be like three weeks. Uh, and you got to like play in the, every player coached like a different team. And so I was a catcher, uh, and Buster Posey was my coach. I actually don't know if I've actually ever told you this. Have I? Think I think you have like okay. like before. I don't I don't I remember I don't know if you told me like the whole story, but yeah, like no. Part so of I it. was seven. I was seven and I was a catcher. And Buster Posey was my coach, which was just insane because like obviously I don't really know who Buster Posey was, but it was going into his senior year. So the next year he got drafted like early. So like I followed Buster Posey his whole career. Um and there was a story in the paper. Actually, because like there was like a big tournament at the end of camp each year, and it would always be in the paper like who won it. Uh, I hit a walk off home run, like literally over the fence as a seven year old. It was like, well, the field was like in the outfield, 
And then the fence was like obviously close because we, we were just in the outfield. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was the only seven-year-old to hit a home run, like on the very, very short field. Um, and there was like a story and I like just completely whiffed on the first one. And then Buster Posey came over and like talked to me. And then I just hit one out and won the tournament and it was insane. Uh, so Buster Posey was pretty much my hero growing up because he was my coach when I was seven years old for three weeks. So I That's will forever sick. be a, like, I will forever be a Giants fan or like wherever Buster Posey is. He's been with the Giants every year, but wherever he is, I will be a huge fan. And when Buster Posey got rocked, like, you know, when they changed that, like, uh, yeah. rule because of that, uh, when somebody collided into him, I was like so scared because he was like my favorite player. Buster Posey will forever be my favorite player because of that. I just wanted you guys to hear I didn't that know story. that. I didn't, I didn't know that part of the story. You never told me that part. That's, That's actually nice story. Sick. Yeah, it was cool. I was in the paper, no big deal, front page. It was just a picture of me with my thumbs up, and I'm seven, and Buster Posey. (laughs) It was cool. So that's all I had to say. That's why the Giants are number two. (laughs) Yeah, the the Giants are nasty this year. He is on a tear. I'm very happy to see that. He's on a tear. I mean, him, Brandon Bell, and Brandon Crawford are all playing really good. I think they have a couple. I could be wrong. I'm going to just. Is he is he currently playing? Um, no, he's not currently playing. Okay, it's they have a they have a backup catcher who's like a prospect. He's like nasty. He is. Yeah, they were thinking about calling him up like for Buster Posey, but I I don't know if he's currently playing. I think it's like I don't know how to pronounce his last name correctly, but it's like Adley Rutschman. I actually haven't heard of him yet. There's been like a lot of prospects this year that are like getting the getting the knot. Yeah, and I know. like they're which, performing, which is, which is awesome to see because like it's kind of making everything like interesting. Yeah. Like there's new names across the entire league. Like we have Bobby, Bobby mm-hmm. Dalbeck, um, Boba Shet. Um, he's new. I want to say he played last year, but he's like newer. Or no, yeah, he's played he, a few years. He's played a few. He's years, played, he's played he's, a few years, but like the first couple of years were like decent seasons. They were still like. I wonder if he's going to be like the real deal. And like, last, yeah. like the end of last year into this year. He well, like yeah, no, he started in 2019. He got called up like late in the season. Mm-hmm. And then obviously last year was like kind of a blur because there was only a few games. He only played 30 of them and he was up and down again. But this year he's got the nod and he's been bugging, like doing really good. I'm a big fan of Bo yeah. Bichette. He's um, we know. I mean, the Blue Jays are just young in general, which is like fun. Yeah, but there, yeah, there's been a lot of young names. Yerman Mercedes on the White Sox who has been hitting mm-hmm. the ball like crazy. Uh, speaking speaking of the White Sox, they're actually at number three. Uh, they're at four last week, um, and that's due to their hitting. Uh, they only allowed three runs on the, against the Red Hot Royals, uh, but they won nine to three. Um, they had given up two runs over their past 38 innings before that. Wow, and one of those runs was unearned, so it was off an error. Um, I mean, the bats have been going and the defense has been going, and that's exactly what you need to do in baseball. That's like that's all you have to say about them. They're just good on all ends right now. Yeah, they're they're a good team. The White Sox were good last year. I believe they played like the A's in the first round. I I love Tim Anderson. He's nasty too. He's he's really really good. The White Sox have the White Sox have a young team too. They're all fun to watch. They also have a couple guys I think on the IL. I think Eloy Jimenez is out right now. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Like when he returns, like that's gonna be cool. Um, and they threw a no-no this year with uh, Rodon. 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I apologize. 
Um, but next at number four, we have the Padres. Um, Fernando Tatis is at leadoff again. He's also doing very, very good at leadoff. Um, he's actually four for nine over the past. Wait, two can you games. read off how far that home run he had and against he had Johnny Cueto on Sunday? Yeah, he had a 454 foot homer off Johnny Cueto, um, which is actually insane. Um, he's batting 350 in the leadoff spot compared to 122 out of all the other spots, which I've actually noticed on MLB TV, you actually get to see like all their batting averages. So like the past couple of weeks when like, cause I watched some of the Dodgers series when they played their yeah. spot. He like, he was batting, I think clean up one point he's batting third. And then I think like fifth, like right in the middle of the lineup to try to like change things up. And he just, mm-hmm. was, he was one for four or like two for five, like every night, which I mean, being one for four, isn't a bad thing. No, not at all. One for, It's not a bad thing at all. Yeah, it's not a bad thing at all, but, like, he just – they can't expect him to go one for four every night. That's not really that good. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, We're big fans of the Padres over at Inside the Five, uh, and that's due to Tatis. And they're they're just you. Everybody except for Manny Machado I love on that team. I mean, I was I, I like Blake Snell a lot. I mean, he's having an all right season so yep. far. I mean, he's, he's doing it right. up. He's not but, even really their ace. Not really, which is honestly like a scary thing. But like, it's so weird. Like the, I mean, the Padres and the Dodgers, like their bullpens are like nasty, and they have nasty players all around. It's just the Dodgers have like their whole batting lineup is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep, they have like, let's be real here, they have like three people that are equivalent to Fernando Tatis. Yeah, like that. Like back to what we said, like batting like average few, wise, like, like they have like Turner a few weeks ago. Yeah, like they the have, Padres, like, once you get halfway through their lineup, like, they they're all going now. one for four, and that's yeah. not what you really want. You want at least yeah. a couple of guys hitting and getting a couple hits. Not everyone has to get a hit to win a game. Yeah, not I mean, not all but nine like, people have to have go two for four or two for five and have, like, a double. Like, But you need to have some nights where the best players can't be carrying you, and it has to be, like, a real team performance. Because you can't have yeah. the same guy hit nine times in a game. That's why we love baseball, like, it's not like basketball. You can't just have, like, LeBron James dribble up and down the court. Like, baseball, bro, like, nine people have to hit. Yeah, and, like, Tatis can't, like, I mean, at leadoff, he's going to be, like, like they asked the question here if they should leave him at leadoff. I mean, the numbers are saying he should stay at leadoff, yeah, and he bad exactly. leadoff for most of the season last year. So, I don't know why they even bothered trying to move him. I mean, it we makes actually, sense to try to see if they could get runners on base with him batting, but, like, He's just better off leadoff, especially at the bottom of their lineup. They have good players in the bottom of their lineup, so if they can get runners on base, he comes leadoff. It's the same thing. Yeah, so we actually had something kind of like that in 2018, but it was actually the exact opposite. Um, So Andrew Benatendi, he was batting Mm -hmm. second and was just like completely – like he was doing so bad during the regular season. And then he got hurt for a few games. They moved him to ninth, and he was batting like really, really good. So by the time it was playoffs, they just kept him at ninth. And he was like, it was pretty much just like a second leadoff. Like you'd have him on bat yeah. and then you just have literally anybody who was batting first. We usually had Mookie batting first and he would already be on base for Mookie. And like that, yeah, that, that yeah, actually worked really well for us at the playoffs. I, I feel like it's like, I feel like certain, like obviously the Padres, you have a lot of players who are really, really good. You want them batting at the top of the lineup because yeah. you want your players to cycle through. You want the top of the order getting through and getting your runs and then built in the bottom or building up for the top of the order again. Yeah. I right. feel like, I feel like in today's game, it's better to have more of a balanced bat- batting order just to Fact. 
just to have some kind of spread because anyone get a home run at any time they're like yeah. it's not it's not like rocket science i guess like it, it doesn't matter <laughs> like how good you are you can still hit a home run yeah it's and, just just getting rbis is probably more important having everyone all around right and going back to the um like with benny hitting ninth for some players they like need to bat lower in the order and they'll do they'll produce that a lot higher just because it takes a little bit of pressure off like w- what we have with dalbeck this year um like dalbeck's a good hitter when he's on it's just when we've moved him up in the order he hasn't really done anything because he's a rookie and like that's the yeah. case for a lot of young guys like they the pressure kind of gets to their head so that's just kind of a good way of taking a little bit of pressure off because you're still going to get your at bats like i mean max the number one hitter at most is going to get one more at bat than the number nine hitter. So it, it just like, you, you feel like you have a little bit less like weight on your shoulders when you're batting ninth and you can just get up there, be comfortable. And that's what's kind of weird with, with, with Tatis um, because I feel like he loves the pressure. So he like wants to bat first. He wants to be the first guy up. He kind of has the jitters where he like wants to go and like be that guy. So when they move him down, he's like, the pressure him not having pressure does bad things to him. He's he's weird. He's he's different. He's like I David agree. Ortiz. He like needs to bat fourth, but Tatis needs to bat first. It, it it is weird, which it it brings up a whole like different like conversation with trying to figure out like how that even like like works really. Which it, it, like as as a as as a team. Like yeah. how he needs to bat in a certain spot, and then we played better as a team because he can produce better there. But if we had him instead of someone else there, like at ninth, they'd be like, "Why the hell am I batting ninth? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's different for everybody. It's just because it's not even only about like putting your best players first. It's about putting the players where they're comfortable hitting. Mm, I agree. So yeah, you just got to find where they're comfortable, and Tatis is clearly very comfortable at the number one spot. Uh, but to wrap things up, we're only doing top five here in the MLB. Um, we actually have the A's here at number five, the Oakland A's. Um, they had a six-game losing streak to start off the season. But since April 7th, Oakland has an MLB best 21-9 and record. Um, but they still have a minus 10 hit run differential, which could kind of lead them to look like a, a bit of frauds. Uh, their offense hasn't been that great. It's really their defense carrying them, and they've had a good amount of injuries. Um, but I mean, they're, they're ahead by two games in the AL West, who's, which has been tough for a few years. Um, yeah. so I mean, they, I, in my opinion, they kind of just sneaked into five. They were at 11 yeah. last week too. They just, they, they were on, they, they were on a big winning streak. They started off the season like 0 three, remember? And they went on like 11, 12 or 12 or 13. Game they lost six, streak. they lost six straight. And then they, they lost just six straight. And I mean, honestly for them, I feel like it's going to be more of, like a season of runs, how they're going to, yeah. because we looked at their run differential too, as they mentioned here, we looked at it last episode. It was crazy. Every game there was almost over five runs per team scored. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah. To think when they about. win games, they win them by one or two. And when they lose games, they win them by like three or four. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, it happens. I mean, um, you're bef- winning more games than you losing. Exactly. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, I just want to finish a couple of things off about the Red Sox. Um, just give you guys a quick score update. Ryan Mountcastle actually just went yard to left field, so we're down one nothing in the bottom of the second. I was um, about to say who is Ryan Mountcastle, but he's just not on our team. Yeah, I was no, like, he, I've been keeping up with the Sox too. 
Yeah, I believe he's the third baseman on the Orioles. Um, also, we had a couple of call-ups um, a couple of days ago. Kike Hernandez got placed on 10-day IL. Michael Chavis and Jonathan Araz got called up from the minors. And then Christian Arroyo got placed on a 10-day IL. So he brought both of them up to just for now. Yeah. Um, um, not bad call-ups. Chavis has been like – he's been weird, really weird because when we needed him in 2018, he was there. Mm. He, um, he was and, there. And I'm not surprised we're down 1-0 because it's Perez Day. Also, this is actually kind of interesting. I just I'm on CBS right now. You can like see all the transactions. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't like we see. Like it's kind of weird because baseball is like DeGrom on the IL? It, it's such a DeGrom actually is on the IL 10 days uh side issues. I'm not understanding. I think it's like backside, like like literally his side and his back. Oh, side issues. I thought you meant like he's got like some troubles on the side. Like not oh no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I don't know. I guess he was warming up in the bullpen before the game, not last night, but the night before, I believe. And he just did it. They didn't start him. They, he guess he like walked off. So, I mean, he's still the best pitcher in the league, so he'll be back in like five. Yeah, days. I know his, his ERA is like a point, like eight five, I think. Yeah, we actually could be less. His ERA it, up that it could that be less. Played. It could be less than that. Now. It was like a point three when we played him, and then it was like point six by the time we were done with him. No big deal. Which is, which is crazy. Yeah, we've got the bats going. Our offense is, I, I want to say they're the best offense in the league right now. Like, just overall-wise. Like, as a team? Could be. I think we could yeah. be. Yeah, no, we, that we, wasn't, we like, played, a, any stats. That was just a straight opinion. Like, we, we like the nights we, like, when we watch our team play, like, Xander's such a consistent hitter. Like, he kind of brings us together. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then, like, um, J.D. just hits, like, bombs. like And big scoops. Rafi. Yeah. And then he just he, does he, his. I mean, he's consistent and no one talks about it. He Nobody, like he's steady. He's like a quiet steady. three and four. Three yeah, four. I know. And they're all like base hits, but there's no there's no issues with that at all. There's, he's yeah, getting on I mean, base. Getting on base is the most important is, part of a baseball game. Yeah, which that's ha- that's half the battle right there. Nice. You just sounded like <laughs> you're seven years old. Just half the battle. <laughs> no, no hate to all my seven year old people. <laughs> want to let you know that but um unless you got anything well that's going to wrap up today's episode um once again sorry for it being a little bit shorter uh but i have finals um so if you guys want me to keep doing this podcast i have to pass my finals um and that's a lie i, I don't really have to pass my finals my grades are all right but anyways i uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh we will see y'all on friday uh have a good week and peace peace Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.
Center. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.